Praise the Lord. We welcome you all to our live broadcast this Sunday, September 5, 2021. Shall we pray? Our Father and our God, we've come before your throne of grace to worship you. We have come, Lord, that you may give us your words for eternal life. That your words may have its way in all we hear. We need you, Father God, now more than ever. Your children need you, Lord. Those in bondage need you. Manifest your power, Lord, through your children to bring into subjudication the agents of darkness, to nullify their counsels and their lives, and to lift up the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We plead the blood of Jesus Christ on every home, everyone who hears and who will hear this message. As well as in our own homes and those of the worldwide evangelical family, Lord. May your countenance shine upon all of us. And may your peace reign among your children. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Praise the Lord. Our instrumental is taken from Abraham and Brassi. Again, we continue to thank him. May the Lord continue to bless him and his family. The Clash of the Kingdom series. We are in the second to the last topic. Today is the subterfuge of the Kingdom of Darkness. Next Sunday will be, but the Kingdom of God marches on. That means despite the subterfuge. The outline. The parable of the terrors. Two, the kingdom of darkness created the worst virus in human history. Three, and it is using 21st century apostate Christianity to spread the virus. The parable of the terrors. Scripture, please. Matthew chapter 13, verses 24 to 30. Here is another story Jesus told. The kingdom of heaven is like a farmer who planted good seed in his field. But that night, as the workers slept, his enemy came and planted weeds among the wheat, then slipped away. When the crop began to grow and produce grain, the weeds also grew. The farmer's workers went to him and said, Sir, the field where you planted that good seed is full of weeds. Where did they come from? An enemy has done this, the farmer exclaimed. Should we pull out the weeds, they asked. No, he replied. You'll uproot the wheat if you do. Let both grow together until the harvest. Then I will tell the harvesters to sort out the weeds, tie them in bundles and burn them, and to put the wheat in the barn. If you're a believer, you already know this parable. If you're an unbeliever, I'd like you to go back to read it. We're going to hear what the Lord Jesus Christ said about the parable, how he explained it to his disciples. Next scripture, please. Matthew chapter 13, verses 36 to 43. Then, leaving the crowds outside, Jesus went into the house. His disciples said, Please explain to us the story of the weeds in the field. Jesus replied, 
The son of man is the farmer who plants the good seed. The field is the world, and the good seed represents the people of the kingdom. The weeds are the people who belong to the evil one. The enemy who planted the weeds among the wheat is the devil. The harvest is the end of the world, and the harvesters are the angels. Just as the weeds are sorted out and burned in the fire, so it will be at the end of the world. The Son of Man will send his angels, and they will remove from his kingdom everything that causes sin and all who do evil. And the angels will throw them into the fiery furnace, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then the righteous will shine like the sun in their Father's kingdom. Anyone with ears to hear should listen and understand. Praise the Lord for his word. Verse 37, Jesus replied, The Son of Man is the farmer. That means Jesus is the farmer. Who plants the good seed? The field is the world populated by human beings. And a good seed represents those who have believed, who are qualified to inherit eternal life. But the weeds are people, human beings who belong to the evil one. And the enemy who planted the weeds among the wheat, of course, is who? The devil. Jesus Christ. The king of the kingdom of God came into the world where the world is a field and planted the good seed that all who eat of it will inherit eternal life. The devil, the one that led the rebellion against God with one third of the angels, who is a king of the kingdom of darkness and the grand master of subterfuge, deception, fraud, trickery, whatever word that is so bad to deceive. That's, he's a grand master. Watch him plant the good seed. Then he decided to put weeds in the field. The good seed, as the Lord himself explained, represents all who have accepted Christ as Lord and Savior and are living in obedience to his commands. And they can only continue to grow by feeding on the good seed, which is God's word. Where we said it now. There's no growth if a child of God is not studying the scriptures. If a child of God is not feeding from the scriptures. He's likely to eat from the weeds, the, the food meant for the weeds. Those of the good seed understand what living in the kingdom of God is, what it means. And all who are of the good seed understand that they must live in God's power. Number one, they have to live in God's power. Paul summarizes it exactly. He says, I no longer live for myself, but Christ in me that lives. That means you die to self, that the power of God may begin to manifest through you so others can see the light of God in you. 
So they must live a life of goodness and peace. And one of joy in the Holy Spirit. Scripture, please. Romans chapter 14, verse 17. For the kingdom of God is not a matter of what we eat or drink, but of living a life of goodness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. It's not a matter of what we eat and drink. It is living in the goodness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. Next scripture, please. 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 20. For the kingdom of God is not just a lot of talk. It is living by God's power. Praise the Lord. Those who have embraced the Lord Jesus Christ and have allowed him to live through them experience the power of God. They don't just talk. They go forth to do the will of God. Those who belong to the good seed listening to Christ's teachings, they love reading the scriptures. And because they do, God gives them more understanding and they have an abundance of knowledge. Those who belong to the good seed also understand the secrets of the kingdom of God. Praise the Lord. Scripture, please. Matthew chapter 13, verses 10 to 13. His disciples came and asked him, Why do you use parables when you talk to the people? He replied, You are permitted to understand the secrets of the kingdom of heaven, but others are not. That is why I use these parables. For they look, but they don't really see. They hear, but they don't really listen or understand. Praise the Lord. That's the reason why unbelievers, no matter what you speak, except the day they accept Christ, can never understand what you're talking about. And those who are backsliding, have their hearts already darkened, they can no longer hear or understand. The wits, these are people who belong to the evil one. Who are those who belong to the evil one? All unbelievers belong to the evil one. I didn't say so, it's what the word says. And those who have accepted the Lord Jesus Christ but refuse to die to self, they still live in obedience to the world. They don't obey Christ, they obey the world. And when you obey the way the world does things, you obey the devil. The wits behave like the one who planted them. See, the wits have to behave like their planter. And those who belong to the good seed have to belong to the one that they're emulating. The wheats, the people who belong to the devil, they grow by feeding on the devil's lies. And those lies is a virus that started in Eden. It has not stopped. It is the greatest pandemic of all times. The people of the world manifest all the characteristics of their father, the devil. If somebody you are preaching to says, well, I'm not of the devil, say, I agree. Just leave him and come to Christ. Children of the world love to do evil. Evil is celebrated everywhere. Yes. Think about it in your community, wherever you are in the world. Those who are so rich and so wealthy 
are celebrated all the time. I'm not saying all oh, very worthy people are all bad people. No. But I'm simply saying we love the things of the world because that is according to the world's organizing principles. That's why people love the things of the world. They don't care how the money was made or how he or she became wealthy. We're not saying again they are bad. All we're saying is if they don't have Christ as Lord and Savior, their works are works of unrighteousness. They can murder and they hate the truth and they love to lie because of their father, the devil. Next scripture, please. Read from Matthew. No, from John. So, sorry, from John chapter 8, verses 44 to 45. For you are the children of your father, the devil, and you love to do the evil things he does. He was a murderer from the beginning. He has always hated the truth because there is no truth in him. When he lies, it is consistent with his character, for he is a liar and the father of lies. So when I tell the truth, you just naturally don't believe me. Praise the Lord. The wits hate the truth. Those of the good seed love the truth. And that's why they study the scriptures. Because the only truth that is of eternal value is that which is found in the word of God. Every other organizing principle, I don't care what business school you attended or will attend. I don't care what business you do. I don't care how much degrees you have. All of them will just die here with the body. The only truth that will survive is the word of God. And that's where the people of the Gusi love the word of God. And those who are of the devil hate the word of God. Number two. The kingdom of darkness created the worst virus in human history. Right now, we're all under what we have gone as COVID-19, the coronavirus, and all its hybrids. They have made the 21st century world to see what a pandemic actually looks like. Many people have lost their lives. Many are sick in the hospitals. Some countries may have fared better than others. But many of us must agree that what hit the world and which is still taking its toll today has changed the way things will be done now and in the future. Just one and a half years ago, we were all doing things and everybody was. Suddenly everything changed with a little virus. But there has always been the worst virus on earth, which has been the pandemic that has been from the time of Adam, that takes more lives than the coronavirus. It is what I call the lying pandemic. It's a virus. This pandemic has kept and continues to keep billions of human beings in bondage to the devil. It's the most terrible virus. Whereas the coronavirus 
or the COVID-19 pandemic has killed many, millions, yes. The line pandemic kills the soul and it causes whoever is afflicted that does not receive the eternal vaccine provided by the Lord Jesus Christ to end up in a lake of fire. Let us assume that up to 2 billion people have died from pandemics, viruses, diseases, plagues, from the time of Noah, when the world was recreated with Noah to procreate. Let's assume up to 2 billion people have died from these diseases. That number does not compare to the several billion souls on earth today who are on their way to inherit eternal death unless they receive the eternal vaccine which Jesus Christ has used and uses to inoculate those who believe in him. It is only this vaccine that prevents people from eating from the devil's temple. Remember, when he planted the weeds, he's still feeding the weeds. He's feeding them with his lives. That's why they can't hear. But when you accept Christ as Lord and Savior, Christ inoculates you with that eternal vaccine that will destroy that virus. So whenever you hear untruth, you know it's not true. You will not be tossed around by every wind of doctrine. Some of those who have been spreading false information about the coronavirus, even people who say they are pastors, Yes, I've been encouraging people not to take the vaccine. Some of them died. But fair enough, some, we thank God, before they died, were able to confess to their followers that they made a mistake. And that people should go and take the vaccine. Sadly, we have pastors and Jehovah's who have been promoting one of the devil's viruses called worldly prosperity. A teaching that is poison to the doctrines of Christ. If they die today, any of them, they won't have the chance that these vaccine deniers died, who died, were able to make rectified by warning their followers. If a pastor who promotes only prosperity a Jew dies today and finds out when he reaches there that he has been promoting falsehood, he will not have the chance to come back to tell you who believes so much. The question someone asks me is why do I always single out worldly prosperity? I'll say later because having come from the Pentecostal group, which we believed we only know the Bible and practice it. To now find many of them having gone astray from the word of God. It hurts. Because so many others in other denominations already went away from the gospel a long time ago. But the Pentecostals are the ones who I believe had the gospel. But the agents of darkness brought in worldly prosperity and have used it to destroy the flock of Christ. That's why I was raised to warn the world. 
If a pastor preaches only prosperity, does fake healings and miracles, or using the pass of the occult, when he goes there, the beyond, he's not going to come back to warn his followers, oh, I made a mistake, I'm so sorry. But those who spread the lies about the virus, the vaccine that would have helped people to be saved, on their dying bed, confessed and told their followers to please take the vaccine. So if you're a pastor or Jew hearing my voice, think about it. I'm going to read the scripture now. This will bring it home. Please read. Ephesians chapter 4, verses... No. Jesus said, I was starting with Luke chapter 16, verses 19 to 31. Jesus said, There was a certain rich man who was splendidly clothed in purple and fine linen, and who lived each day in luxury. At his gate lay a poor man named Lazarus who was covered with sores. As Lazarus lay there longing for scraps from the rich man's table, the dogs would come and lick his open sores. Finally, the poor man died and was carried by the angels to be with Abraham. The rich man also died and was buried, and his soul went to the place of the dead. There, in torment, he saw Abraham in the far distance with Lazarus at his side. The rich man shouted, Father Abraham, have some pity. Send Lazarus over here to dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue. I'm in anguish in these flames. But Abraham said to him, Son, remember that during your lifetime you had everything you wanted, and Lazarus had nothing. So now he is here being comforted, and you are in anguish. And besides, there's a great chasm separating us. No one can cross over to you from here. And no one can cross over to us from there. Then the rich man said, Please, Father Abraham, at least send him to my father's home. For I have five brothers, and I want him to warn them so they don't end up in this place of torment. But Abraham said, Moses and the prophets have warned them. Your brothers can read what they wrote. The rich man replied, No, Father Abraham, but if someone is sent to them from the dead, then they will repent of their sins and turn to God. But Abraham said, If they won't listen to Moses and the prophets, they won't listen even if someone rises from the dead. Praise the Lord. Right from Eden, the garden of God, Satan has been propagating lies that has taken so many captives and rendered others powerless. Satan knows that human beings want to see before believing. And that even the things they see can be easily disputed. Being that many human beings are very gullible. As they believe everything they hear. He knows that most people are lazy. I will never expend energy doing due diligence. That means trying to verify whether the information or story they have had is true. They believe all the lies they hear or read. Oh, those miracles happened there. Oh yeah, they, they believe. They're wrong. But they are deaf to those things that will lead them to God. The devil knows. The devil also knows that no one who has gone into torment, like the rich man 
in their story that the Lord gave. That whoever goes into torment after death is not coming back to warn those who he or she has left behind. He also knows that even if it was possible for God to release one person to come, most people will say, Lord, believe. Satan knows that better than anybody. The devil knew that it could never win in a fair fight. Who can fight God? Can't fight your creator. So he adopted subterfuge or deceit, fraud, trickery. The virus he created, virus of lies, to undermine the message of the kingdom of God. Christ began to preach when he announced that the kingdom of God on earth was at hand. That's when the devil developed his strategy. Remember what Abraham told the rich man? says, they have the book to read. They have the Bible. They have the scriptures. Let them read it. For God has revealed himself through Israel in the Old Testament and the New Testament through his church. Read your Bible. Don't read your pastor. Don't read your Jew. Don't read your church. Read the Bible. We're going to shout it. Read the Bible if you really love God. Read your Bible if you really love God. Next item. Of course, the devil couldn't have succeeded. Had it not had agents, so it is using 21st century apostate Christianity to spread the virus. We mentioned one of them like the prosperity gods, but it's not the only one. We have miracles, signs and wonders all over the place. Shall we read the next scripture? Ephesians chapter 4 verses 11 to 15. Now these are the gifts Christ gave to the church, the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, and the pastors and teachers. Their responsibility is to equip God's people to do his work and build up the church, the body of Christ. This will continue until we all come to such unity in our faith and knowledge of God's Son that we will be mature in the Lord, measuring up to the full and complete standard of Christ. Then we will no longer be immature like children. We won't be tossed and blown about by every wind of new teaching. We will not be influenced when people try to trick us with lies so clever they sound like the truth. Instead, we will speak the truth in love, growing in every way more and more like Christ, who is the head of his body, the church. Praise the Lord. Christ gave gifts to the church. The apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, the teachers. So, Knowing the devil, what do you think he did? He also created his own counterfeit apostles, counterfeit prophets, counterfeit evangelists, counterfeit pastors, counterfeit teachers. He raised them to feed the weeds. Remember, there are two types of weeds those who have not believed and those who have believed. Those who have believed are the place where these ones are now working on. And of course, their messages also prevent the other wheat from coming to know the Lord Jesus Christ. The devil gave these counterfeit gifts to and raised counterfeit apostles, 
prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers to undermine the gospel of Christ, the good seed. That's the only purpose. That's not that purpose. He uses these counterfeit workers to draw away believers in Christ from the true faith of God or the true faith in God. They promise them wealth. That's their followers. And wow them with counterfeit miracles and healings. And everybody rushes there. They say these followers become even more rabid than their leaders. They are being cheated and being destroyed. And they continue. The leaders are riding private jets. And owning castles that they didn't work for. And their followers are saying, how much more can we give? They promise them eternal life when all that is showing them is eternal death. If only they read the Bible, they will know that these are false workers that are not from God. That's why the devil continues to increase his army of the deceived. Using the virus of lies, he's propagating through false pastors and Jehovah's and apostles and prophets and teachers. Greedy and selfish. All of them, these evil workers, speak lies in hypocrisy. And through them, the devil continues to spread a virus, which I have called the lying pandemic. There's a pandemic of evil, of lies, ravaging the whole world. It both inside those who say that in the church, church buildings and outside. Because of these men and women of the belly, who have sold their souls for mama, money, wealth acquisition. Hopelessly confused. The minds of those who follow apostate Christian leaders, when you follow them, becomes full of darkness. Because you close your mind and harden your heart against God. Because the only way is take the antidote to the virus, the word of God, the vaccine. The Lord provided a vaccine to counter the virus of the devil. Take the vaccine today. Take the eternal vaccine. Go into God's word and feed on his word. Don't believe anybody else. Just read the scriptures. Read and read and read until you have understanding. If you have not understood, go out. Let her come and say, Lord, I didn't understand. Tell me again. Billions of human beings are in danger of eternal death. Because apostate Christianity continues to do the work of the devil. The challenge for the people of the good seed. And if you are hearing me and be part of this fellowship, this ministry, you listen to our broadcast, you're all part of it. You know. So the challenge for you and I is to avoid feeding from the trove of lies that has become so pervasive in our time. Doubt everything you hear until you are verified. The only one you can't doubt is what you read in the word of God. That's the only truth that will remain when all else has what? Failed. And in that doing, you make sure that you are always asking the Lord, telling him how much you need him. Because I said the Lord builds, we build in vain. I said the Lord keeps watch, the watchman or woman waits in vain. So always ask the Lord, I need you. So I'm going to sing this song. Lord, I need you.
Lord, I come. Tell him, I confess. Bowing here, I find my rest. Without you, my Lord, I fall apart. Yes. You are the only one that guides my heart. Only you, my Father, my God. Without you, I fall apart. Lord, I need you. Oh, how much I need you. Every hour, I need you. My one defense, you are my one defense. You are my righteousness. Oh God, how I need you. It's not even every hour, every second I need you, my Father, my God. And I'm committing this same song today to your children. We are seeing runs deep. God's grace runs even more. And where grace is found, that's where you find God. And where you are, Lord, I am free. Holiness is Christ in me. Christ in me is holy. Not me, it's the Christ in me that is holy. And the Christ in you is holy. Lord, I need you. Oh, how much I need you. Every second I need you, my Father, my God. You are my one defense. And you are my righteousness. Oh my God, how I need you. Lord, teach my song to rise to you. When temptation comes my way, Father, help me. And when I cannot stand, let me follow you, O oh God. Jesus Christ the Lord. You are my hope and my stay. And your children are singing the same song even now. Hear us, O oh God. Lord, we need you. Oh, we need you, your children. Every moment we need you, Lord. You are our one defense. You are our righteousness. Oh God, how we need you. Praise the Lord. Shall we pray? Our Father and our God, the eternal rock of ages. The I am that I am, the one who can never change. The one who has loved us so much that he sacrificed his only son on the cross for us. The eternal God who says and it happens. We need you. Your children need you, O oh Lord, in the midst of a perverse generation. We need you, Lord, in the midst of the pandemic of lies of the devil and his agents. We need you, Lord, O oh God, to protect, to guide, to direct us. We need you, Lord, as we study the word, to explain it to us directly, not to intermediaries. We need you, Lord, in every moment, in everything we do. Help us, O oh God. We are powerless without you. Help us, O Lord our God. We plead the blood of Jesus Christ upon your children, wherever they are. Everywhere in the world, or whoever hears this broadcast, or we hear it. May your grace continue to abound to everyone's account. 
May your light continue to shine, O God. May you envelop them that nothing shall by any means touch or hurt them. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Remove the devourer for their sakes. That whenever they have gathered against your children, Lord, they continue to fall for their sake. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Have your way, Father God. You are God. And I bow my head and will reverence and worship you. In Jesus' name we are prayed. Amen. Praise the Lord. I'll see you next Sunday. Please share these messages. Reach the world for Christ. Praise the Lord.